Welcome back, everybody, to the Classy Bull Talk Show. I'm here again with Jacob. How's it going, dude? That's me. I'm good. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, yeah. Um, What's, we've been, what, seven days? Seven whole days since we last talked. Nice. What's going on in the course of seven days? Uh, I'll tell you, I haven't done a whole lot. I didn't fix my bike. I didn't, I didn't do anything, really. <laughs> Just slept a whole bunch. Oh my god! You know what? That sounds like a dream come true. Honestly, I've been, I'm envious of that. Sleep. Yeah, I got myself a four day weekend coming up, and I'm very excited. I mean, you're the boss. Can't you just give yourself a four day weekend whenever? Though, of course I can. I could just be that guy who never shows up for work, but I gotta set an example. Can you work from home? Technically, I could. I don't think I'd be. I don't think I'd be productive. I know me. If I was stuck at home, I wouldn't do anything. <laughs> I'm the kind of person that avoids coming home at all costs because as soon as I get home, nothing's getting done. Well, are you you sound kind of like a boss that's very hands-on. Yeah. And that can be both good and bad. Yeah, it is because people tend to wait until I show them how to do things, which always sucks. I mean, yeah, you need um you need to hire people to do the jobs that you don't have to. Oh, for don't even talk to me about that. My goodness. I told you about when I was trying to hire for a restaurant manager. Only two freaking people applied because they're like making more money just sitting at home. Yeah, dude. It's it's a tough market right now, though, to find anyone to do a job. I know. it's It's been crazy. Not only that, like the industry has completely changed. I was thinking this the other day, like, um, and it's one of our topics for today is in regards to the pandemic. I don't want to get into it. No, people know what's going on in the world, but I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think will never be the same after this? Let's say COVID's over, it's done, we're moving on with our lives. What do you think will never be the same? Hiring processes, for sure. And uh, health standards are going to change everywhere. Like, um, the amount of cleaning required in between uses, uh, the amount of... Uh, like steps gone into just keeping things sanitary are going to change everywhere. A lot, I think also like a lot of stuff is going to happen from home now. People are going to realize that, wow, you don't have to be in an office to do your job. You can work from home and hopefully that stays. I'd like that to stick around. Yeah. I have a strong belief that I think that even social gatherings are going to change for a very long time. Um, I mean, in terms of basic economics, too, is this is going to reverberate for a little while before things kind of get normalized. But the in terms of um, like the restaurant industry, in terms of um, like in the hotel industry, like banqueting events and like large conferences, all of those things are going to be either reinvented or massively reduced for the next little while here i'm i'm speculating oh, yeah. it's going to take until another whole year before things start to get a little bit normal i mean did you see what they're doing for like audiences in sports now they're projecting like people into the seats so that it looks like a, or so that the people can seem like it's a full uh stadium still are you serious do you not hear about that no so if you're like sitting at home you can like set up your webcam or whatever and pay the five bucks or like, I don't know if it's going to cost anything, but then you can get like projected onto a seat 
in the stadium or like in the arena or whatever and then you're there so when they like scan around uh the the players and stuff you, and you see in the the stands there's going to be people and when i was told that i was like that's crazy there's no way because what if there's just a dude not wearing a shirt and then he just drops his camera down and you realize he's also <laughs> not wearing pants <laughs> Oh my god! Just like ass naked in the middle of the... <laughs> yeah. Oh I mean, it sounds god. good in theory, but there's got to be there's definitely flaws. It's like the whole Zoom thing when like people have like the the background, it automatically generates like a background. There is this there's this guy and and I'm not gonna say who or and what company, but he was with a company um, doing a Zoom meeting, and he was taking a shit while he was doing the Zoom meeting. And because he had put himself on mute, but then the background had cleared out and everyone saw that he was clearly on the toilet taking a dump. Oh, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's just like, I don't know. I don't think I could do that. Like, it, I'm not even comfortable, like, answering my, like, answering a text while I'm on the fucking toilet. Like, that's, that's, no, that's too far for me. Answering, you won't answer a message on the toilet? Ah, I feel like. See, I wouldn't answer a phone call. I feel like, like, okay, I do bring my phone into the bathroom, and when I do of that, course, it's like... because you're not going to read the back of a shampoo bottle. No, it's like the, just like going through Facebook and like newsfeed or whatever, but I won't like text people. I feel like that's weird. You're in the middle of like wiping your ass and you're like thinking about replying to your buddy. That's weird. To me, that's just like, eh. <laughs> why? So, well, yeah, you're not doing the same, you're not doing it at the same time. You're doing one, then the other. Well, well, obviously, you're not wiping your ass with your phone. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you now. I, I've messaged you while I've been on the toilet. I'm gonna tell you now. That, that's what? How, how dare you tell me that? Now I'm gonna be thinking about that all the time. Like, I'm messaging you back, and you'd be like, "Why are you thinking about me on the toilet? That's kind of weird." Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. You just, you just know what to say, Jacob. You just know what to say. <laughs> and drive me nuts. It's it works though. That's great. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, like th- th- that reminds me. Like when you're talking about the stadium, that t- th- makes me think. I I saw online that people are doing virtual weddings, like through Zoom and everything like that. And then I watched this video. I swear to God, I thought it was like a memorial service for like. I thought it was like a memorial service for like a mass amounts of people dying, because. There was just the bride and groom, and that was it. Oh, and sorry, and the and the and the priest officiant, and on the back of all of the chairs were all of the people that were supposed to be at the weddings, faces smiling, facing the camera on the back of the oh, chairs. Okay. Yeah. Right, and I was like looking That's... at it because it just showed the people's faces on the back of the chairs. I was like, oh no, what is this? Oh my god. And then it shows it's a wedding. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is weird. And they're just pictures. They're not like iPads or anything. It's just like smiling faces. Oh, it was just their photo. Just It wasn't a live video. No. It was just their photo. Oh, that's kind of strange then. But the video, like it was a live video, but you saw all those photos on the backs of the chairs in the video. I don't think I would do that. It's just weird. If I had a wedding right now, I don't think I'd do that. I would just... Honestly, I don't think I'm a big fan of weddings. I'll do whatever the the girl I'm going to marry wants to do because it's it's like a big celebration. If she wants to do something great, then I'll do something great. 
if she just wants to like go to city hall and sign some papers i'll go to city hall and sign some papers i don't need a big event yeah that's my big thing here too is that like if i'm gonna i i honestly don't care it's all up to her whatever she wants to do whatever she's comfortable with do you think i could be your officiator if i did the like 12 minute thing online and got my license yeah, I don't see why not. You'd probably be one of my best men, though. Oh, no. If I can officiate. Mm, boy, I'm going to officiate. What the... I'm going to officiate so hard. No, you fucking, you're scaring me now. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make it. What do you have planned? I'm going to make it. I don't know. But I've got, like, I don't know, when are, whenever you're going to marry your significant other. But I've got that long to plan it out. You let me know when, and I will start planning. No, I'm going to tell you, like, the day before the wedding. You had, like, no time to prepare. <laughs> okay, you want me to go up there and improv? I will no. improv the <laughs> shoot out of the whole thing. No, it's not what I'm going to get. I don't know. In terms of, like, things not going back to normal, like, I think... I think services are still going to be limited, and these restrictions are going to be in place, and that we're gonna it's just gonna be a way of life it's just gonna be how things are it's the new normal and if people don't realize that then they gotta get on board pretty quick here right yeah man things are changing it's just changing people just gotta be understanding like i I don't know like the other day we had um with somebody in town who was just like freaking out because all this covid stuff is restricted and like started freaking out at the local 7-eleven and he was like licking the doorknobs and like freaking like what oh for real he was licking doorknobs and he was like spitting on people he got arrested obviously but he was so upset because he couldn't he couldn't get into the facility because the door was locked because the restricting number of people in the building as they should be so his thought was i should now lick a doorknob or a door handle to prove a point, I will lick something dirty. Like, there's no way. Let's 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 assume that COVID's not going on, and they're like, "Hey, sorry, sir, you can't come in right now. We're doing some cleaning. Let's say, like, we're we're doing inventory. We can't have people come in. We're whatever." His reaction would not have been, "I'm gonna lick this door handle to prove my point." There's no way. No, I think either way, he was licking that door handle. He went in there with full intentions of licking the door handle. To look at door handle. Oh my god! You, you think he was preemptive? You think he had planned it out on the way there? He's like, I want to. Li- I'm gonna fucking lick a doorknob today. Oh god, I hope not. <laughs> Jesus Christ! When I heard that, I was like, no, no. And then there's a video. That's the worst part. Is like you see like people like posting on Facebook that this guy is losing his freaking lid, that he can't get into the Seven Eleven. And just licking the doorknobs. Oh, gross. It was... It, I was just, like, shocked. Like, I'm just like, how and why are... <laughs> why, what gives... What drives a person to be that irrational? The, I don't know. It's, it, that's the times we're living in, though. Like, I don't think... I don't think I've licked anything super strange. Like, even as a kid, I didn't lick batteries. Did you ever do one of those? A bat? To, like... A bat? To get tricked into it? Yeah. Where you like lick the, or like you put the uh, positive end of a battery on your tongue and it'll like zap you if it still has charge. What the? F- no, I don't think I was. That, you didn't no, do. No, no, I didn't do that. You didn't do that either. I okay. I have. 
Sounds like you didn't even know about it. No, I know I have. I've heard of it. I've seen people do that, and it's really stupid. But I will say this. When I was really, really young, I did swallow a couple of coins. I put them in my mouth, and I swallowed them. And I remember that, like, we had to fish around in my poo to make sure that it came out of my body. <laughs> <laughs> Why, though? Because well, it has to pass. Otherwise, if you don't pass it, then it's bad, right? No, my first question is, why did you eat them? Oh, I don't think it was on purpose. I think I stuck the coins in my mouth, and then I was just like, oh, yeah, and then I swallowed it by accident. But why were they in your mouth? I was young, and when I say young, I was like between the age of three and four. 13? Oh, okay. Right? That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> That's a polite way to say you were actually 13. Oh, God. <laughs> no, this is yesterday. A bunch of coins, like my dumb thing with coins, uh, I must have been in grade one or grade two or something really young i took all the coins out of my piggy bank and i was supposed to be in bed asleep but i was like i can't sleep i'm just gonna count all the coins i have so i laid them all out and then being a dumb kid i was like i'm gonna put them in one at a time and make a little train out of coins and like duk 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 but i ran out of space on my like my line so i needed more and i went there's two perfectly good spots right there on the wall it was the plug the plug-in so i shoved two like pennies into the the outlet and i shorted my whole my whole room oh my god and then i had to go downstairs and tell my dad i was like hey dad uh something happened and i don't know what but my power's off and i don't know how to turn it back on and he goes okay well let's go and like and he like looked at my room and he goes why is there pennies inside <laughs> the outlet and I, went, I don't know maybe the dog did it oh <laughs> like, my god Right? Like, uh, just a dumb kid answer. Actually, I did something that stupid, too, with, um, there's, my, my sister had these, um, these note, like, the pliers, you know, like, uh, tweezers to, like, pull hairs and stuff out, like, from your eyebrows, and, and for whatever reason, I was like, hey, these are, like, fork-shaped. These would fit perfectly in the, in the outlet. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So, I, I... <laughs> shoved it into the outlet and it made like a big spark but it didn't make the power go out instead the freaking the tweezers ended up getting like red like red hot i bet super heated oh yeah they got no they got really hot and you could see the steam and or the heat coming right off of it i don't even remember what i did i think i wetted a rag and i pulled it out of the socket which was honestly the stupidest thing now that i think about it and i'm so lucky that i didn't get like electrocuted (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I was fine. I pulled it out. So, what happened to the tweezers after? Did you, like, put the tweezers back and pretend nothing happened? Oh, yeah. And they were, they were like, melted to shit. So, you put the melted tweezers back. Oh, yeah. Pretended like nothing happened. And, obviously, like, waited a couple hours. And then, just in the, in the complete silence, Connor! You just hear someone <laughs> shouting in the background, like, oh, shit, they found it. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, you can't, like, you can't, just, there's some yeah, stuff you can't you just, get away with. You can't get away with that, obviously. Um, I actually almost lit my house on fire. Like, recently? No, not recently. This is, like, when I was a kid as well. Actually, my mom doesn't know this story, but she'll find out from this. When she Ew, to it's it. okay. It's past uh, the statute of limitations. You can't get in trouble for it now. Exactly. 
So me and my my neighbor at the time, um, him and I hung out like quite a bit. He was the same neighbor that we used to beat the crap out of each other. With the one with the sticks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, is this the same one? <laughs> same guy. So we, for whatever reason, we got into like you know, I think everybody gets into like a pyro phase when they're when they're a kid. No. Right when they're like playing with that's fire. just you. No. That's just you. No. That no no that's inaccurate. You were just a weird child, and. Uh, <laughs> Basically, we got, like, Axe body spray, and we would get, like, a lighter, and we would, like, spray it and make flamethrowers and everything like that. Um, And I don't remember what we did. It sounds like you almost lit your house on fire. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, this is what happened. We had another another one of our friends there, and he thought it. He was like, oh, yeah, we're making flamethrowers with with Axe. Cool. Let's take let's take some gasoline out of this um this lawnmower that was underneath my deck and light that on fire oh my so God. he puts it in a cup he found like a cup on the ground and he puts it in this cup and there's like a hole in the cup so when he's walking it's starting to make like a like a pattern like a like a line so then my neighbor lights it and the flame goes immediately all the way underneath the deck Oh my god. It's just like something out of a movie. You like it's just like woof just following right underneath the deck. And I was supposed to do the leaves that, that day and what I had done is instead of taking him to the trash, I put him underneath the deck. <laughs> All the leaves underneath the fucking underneath the deck started like just wafted up in flames. <laughs> I'm I'm actually oh. stunned into silence right now. That your house didn't burn down. I am I am shocked because we went in there and w- like, I think my shoe fell like lit on fire and it was just the stupidest thing, and we ended up like putting it out and I took I took the garbage out and put the <laughs> garbage. To you took the garbage out. Okay. Not for not for the sake of like actually doing what I was supposed to do, but uh, for the to sake hide of the not evidence. Caught. Yeah. There was no damage, no damage underneath. It was just like super scary in the moment. We're like, oh my God. And then we realized after the fact that there was a garden hose like two feet away from where we were. We were like, oh my mm, probably should have used that. No, nah, dude, it was a gas fire though. It, w- it was like a small gasoline fire and it was, uh, well, gas fire is fine. It's an oil fire you don't put out with water. You know what? Thankfully, I've never had to deal with a fire. I've had to play with fire extinguishers, but I've never had to like deal with an actual fire thankfully yeah so that was yeah that was life-changing <laughs> no doubt oh, it's stupidest thing I, I i can't even believe i told that story that's the stupidest thing i've ever done that is you've done some stupid stuff though <laughs> oh i've done some pretty stupid stuff that's one of the many stupid things i've done did you okay so now did you keep playing with the axe flamethrowers no no that phase died out really quick then we started doing then we started doing skateboard tricks on like really dangerous terrain. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I like broke my ribs and like <laughs> broke my arm. What about you? So you didn't do any dumb shit when you were a kid? Oh, I did lots of dumb stuff. Like I blew this <laughs> I did the pennies in the socket. There was this one time uh I definitely shaved part of my eyebrow. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I just I imagining that. I think I'd watched some show and they're like, you need to have like a bit of space in between your eyes. Like, otherwise you'll get a unibrow. And I went, I don't want a unibrow. So like I went and I found like a razor somewhere 
like either my dad's shaving one or like my mom's for her legs or something. And I used it like in between my eyebrows and I went, wow, that looks really uneven. So like I went extra careful and extra slow to make sure they matched. And I just never said anything about it. Oh no! But I shaved my eyebrow. Um, I, I was exploring like my basement once and I found a vial filled uh, with like uh, Calvin Klein clone or something like one of the sample ones that you get in the mail. Mm-hmm. And then I went, I wonder what this smells like. So I went, tried to spray it. It didn't work. And I was like, that's so strange. It should have worked. So I'm still didn't work. So I went, oh, you know what it is? The nozzle must be blocked. So I like looked at it to press it and see where it was blocked. And it turns out the pipe, the little tube was actually just empty. So like the first two pumps were just getting the, the cologne up into the tube. So the third spray, as I was looking right into the nozzle, sprayed right into my eye. And I think that's why I need glasses now. <laughs> oh my God. I still do dumb stuff. Like I ate hot sauce. That was too hot for me. I went, actually, I went for a walk the other day, like walking my dog around a lake and uh right as i was leaving the the entrance to this this lake park this group of like kids were going in they're like in summer camp or whatever they're doing and i swear like there was nothing and then all of a sudden there's this shooting pain in my leg and my first thought was a stick like i stepped on a stick and it stabbed into me and i looked down and there's a bug like the size of a uh like a quarter stuck on my leg and the next thing I do is I go, ah, oh, what the fuck? And I scream and I punch this bug off my leg with a fist. I don't <laughs> smack it off. I actually punched it <laughs> with a fist. My dog got scared. And there's these like five to seven year old kids walking by going to this lake for a swim. There's like maybe 10 of them. They're all real little. And there's me just screaming, cursing and punching my leg. And I can only imagine what the parents were thinking at that time. Because I made a hasty <laughs> exit right after. Just <laughs> cursing, punching my leg, running away. <laughs> They're like, "Don't, don't look the man, don't look at the man over there, kids. Keep moving." <laughs> right? Like, I would have done the same thing. But like, just, just don't. He said a bad word. Don't pay attention to him. He's ignore him. Oh, oh! Did I tell you the story about? Uh, oh, this, I don't think I told you this story, and this is not going to make me look very good. But I'm going to tell you anyway because it's kind of funny. I like stories that don't make you look good because it makes me look better. <laughs> Did I tell you about the story about uh, when I was on the Greyhound? Uh, no. How many times have you been on a Greyhound? Uh, quite a bit. When I was a kid, that's how I got around. Like, because my brother lived in a different in different city, and um, I would go and visit him now and again. Okay. So, okay, this is a terrible story. So, this is, uh, <laughs> um, I was. I was like a teenager at the time. I think I was 14. Okay. And I got on the Greyhound and I was going to go visit my brother. Um, oh, no. This is when I was coming back from visiting him. So I went and visited him. And then I got onto the Greyhound. And I sat down. And then the, the bus was full. Right? So then there was this lady who had sat right beside me. And she was very, very aggressively talkative. Like she was just like, "Hey, how's it going? My name is my my name is Beth." And blah, blah, blah. and it's just like really, really getting in my face. Personally, I don't like that. I just want to be left alone. I don't exactly. Want to talk to I, that's exactly what I wanted to be. And being a teenager, I was just like, I just want to be like left alone and listen to music or do whatever or sleep. I want to listen to my iPod shuffle. 
So a, a, a really important detail to this story was when I was in elementary school, and you you were there too, we had to learn how to do sign language. No, <laughs> I didn't. You did. I joined your I, school. I did. Yeah, you did. You had some people yeah. that needed sign language. Yeah. I so, showed up after that. So I knew sign language because I grew up with it. And when this oh, lady no. started talking to me, she was like asking questions where she was expecting answers. So I started signing to her. Oh, I was no. doing sign language. And she was like, oh, my God, I am I am so sorry. And I, I, I immediately felt guilt. But I was like, OK, well, she stopped talking and then I went to sleep. But then I woke up and it was already too far gone. Like it had been like four hours. And I'm like, OK, well she's been sitting on it for too long. Like I can't say anything now. And like, anyway, we got to a stop and like a rest stop where then there was like a restaurant there. It was like a Burger King. Okay. And she got out and she came back and she had bought me some food from Burger King because she felt so guilty. And for I was talking just like, to you when you were deaf, when you're not actually deaf. I know. Cause like, I, I don't know if she thought I was deaf or if I, she thought I was mute or whatever. But I was like signing to her, and she brought me some food, and I was and I was hungry, and I ate it. I again, this makes me like terrible. Yeah, dude. And <laughs> I thought this was gonna be like a funny story, but you're just I like should have said something. Oh garbage. I'm, I'm a terrible person. Anyway, so I get out of the I get out um, of the Greyhound. We get to my hometown, and my mom's there, and I immediately go and see her, and she's oh, like, no. asking, oh, like, how was everything? And everything was great." And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's grab, let's grab my bag and go. Let's go, let's go. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm walking out this building, and this lady op- like is holding open the door, and I didn't notice it was her. So I look at her dead in the eye, and I'm like, thanks. Oh. And I and I walk <laughs> out and go into my mom's car, and all I see as I'm driving away is this woman's like jaw to the floor, just like, <laughs> just in utter shock. You're kind of garbage, uh, aren't you? Oh my god, I can't believe I I can't believe I did that. Wow. Uh, anyway. Wow, dude. <laughs> wow. I like it you in a to- Do you still remember sign language? I do, yeah. I it, it's actually fairly useful with what I do for a living, so. Yeah. Sign language like I wish I knew more of it. I just know like how to say poop and <laughs> Like my name. <laughs> yep, that's that's a relevant thing that comes up in conversation. It's uh, it's I think it was in a movie once, like Little Fockers or something. Like you just had to say poop, and that's the one I know. That I know farted. I know beer. I know water. So the thing I do know about sign language is that there are different types of sign language based on different areas of the world. Yeah, there's like French version of sign language. There's like. A U.S. version of sign language and a Canadian version and like European version. So, depending on where you are, you will have different definitions for things. That's really cool. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Different parts of the world made the same, basically made the same language, but in different languages. Right. But I guess that's just like a regular language. As I said, it is like regular language. Everyone just made a language. And they went, wow, some people can't. Might as well make one for them, too. Well, okay. So, and as I said, I use it not commonly, but sometimes when we have, like, people coming in who are deaf or hearing impaired and they are doing hand gestures, 
I like to come out and, and talk to them while doing hand gestures and stuff like that so that they, they feel more comfortable, right? Because it's a little bit more welcoming and inviting. Realistically, I should I should probably learn like a second language because that would be probably more useful. Really? You think where you live, there's a lot of second language? No, but it, it's useful in the long run, right? I mean... Yeah, I guess. Dude, this, this bug bite, it only happened like three days ago, but it's still itchy. I'm pretty sure I'm just going to... I, I think I'm going to die because it's still itchy. You're going to be like... fine. Stop scratching it. Here's Okay, here's the secret. You get a thing of bread, normal bread, okay? Just do it. Don't even think about it. Like get Wonder bread. bread? Are you talking yeah, white like bread? Wonder, white bread's fine. Yeah. Get okay. a thing of bread. You soak it in milk. I swear to God, you soak it in milk and you put it on the bug bite. It'll pull the venom out of your skin. That is so fictional. No, I'm serious. That is an you old do it and you let it, you let it dry on your skin. Sale. It'll pull it out. I'm not wasting both bread and milk Just for something do that's it. not real. Okay, what's the harm of, it not, of not doing it? If I've it doesn't work, then bread. it doesn't work. So I've now Are wasted you? milk. I've wasted a piece of bread and <laughs> now I've got wet bread stuck to my leg. I don't no, it like will dry by bread. the time. I'm telling it, you, it, how long do you want this wet bread to sit on my leg? Until it dries. I just said that. That is too long. I'm telling you now, wet <laughs> bread anywhere near me? No, I do not like wet bread. What if this was the cure to all bug bites, Jacob? No. What if I'm telling I you? I, don't, I would rather have the bug bite than deal with oh wet bread. Oh my god! Why? That's so weird. It's, it's no, no, no. Okay, I watched a hot dog eating contest a little while ago. I'm telling you, oh, it wait, was... Okay, hold on. What? Oh, they what had is a this, why is this relevant? Because it... Oh, just you wait. Just you wait. The dude that won, he ate like 72 hot dogs in 10 minutes. First off, that's ridiculous. Uh, dude, that's disgusting. Second, second place was something like 55. So he ate almost 20 more hot dogs than the guy in second place. Oh. So that's it. Like, in itself, you're like, wow, that's impressive. But it was the way he did it that... I couldn't stop watching, so I literally stopped what I was doing. I was supposed to be opening the bar, and I stopped, and I just watched a guy eat hot dogs for 10 minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> because how he did it was both disgusting and amazing at the same time. He would take two hot dogs at a time, and he took the wieners out, and he took both hot dog buns, and he like crumpled it into like kind of a dough ball, and then he shoved it. A fistful of bread into like a big gulp, like from Seven Eleven, full of water. So now he's got two, two hot dog buns that are just soaking in water, and he shoves it in his mouth, and then he takes both wieners, like hot dog wieners, and he shoves those in his mouth, forcing the bread down his throat. And then he did it again, and again, and again. And my first thought was, wet bread is gross. And then I thought, there's no way he could do that with dry bread. It has to be wet. That way it doesn't dry out his mouth and it doesn't dry his throat and it just slides right in. And he did it for 10 minutes, dude. I'm telling oh you, by God. the end, his eyes were bulging, his veins were popping, his whole face was red. I thought he was going to die. The dude won first place. Whatever he got for it, he won. Jesus Christ. I mean, like, what do you win? A fucking, you win a challenge that will, like, completely ruin your body for life? Or? I don't know. I really don't know what Holy he won shit. for it. It's ingrained in my head now. And you're probably going to have nightmares about that. You're going to like sleep tonight and you're going to be one of those hot dogs in this guy. I was not a fan of wet bread before. And oh. I'm definitely not a fan of wet bread now. Ah. 
That's gross. No, I'm telling you, do it. It'll fucking change your life. No, I'd rather just, like, lose my leg than have wet bread on my leg. Oh, my God. You are so ridiculous. <laughs> so, you get bitten. That's it. Let's, let's, let's go here. You get bitten in... Let's, let's go Walking Dead scenario. You're bitten. Do you tell people? Or do you chop your leg off right away? Ooh, this actually brings up into my topic I was telling you about. So, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was a good segue. No, yeah, I, I agree. I think we're, we're going to get to that. I'm going to talk about that. But I want to talk about this. So the, the utilitarian, utilitarian, um, utilitarian test. Sorry. So utilitarian test is a moral morale test. Or, okay. Um, morality like, test. Wh- yeah, where your morality compass lies, right? Okay. So there's a couple of scenarios and some of the like. Is it like the steal a loaf of bread to feed your family? Yeah, kind of, right? But it's it's more it's it's more bigger picture, right? So, okay. um, so this is like the this is the first bread. scenario. You and three other people are trapped in a mine. One of the three individuals is bleeding and will die within hours, uh, without medical attention. So wait, it's total of four. There's me and three others. You and three. There's four people in total. Okay. Yeah. And one of the three others, okay, is bleeding and will die without medical attention. The rescue team has says that they have 36 hours to reach you. They will take it takes up to 36 hours to reach you, and also okay. gives them the same amount of space um, that you're trapped in. It has exactly enough oxygen for three individuals. Oh, to last 36 hours. Correct. To be able to last the 36 hours, you only have enough oxygen for three people to last the 36. Oh hours. man. Is it morally, is it... But one of us is going to die. Yeah, is it morally appropriate to withdraw medical attention to allow this other crew member to die in order to save yourself and the rest of the crew? Wow, so it's kill one to save three? Correct, including yourself. That's that's the other thing, is that you are the person making this decision. Is that I'm one of the people that's going to be You're saved? You're one of the persons that's going to be saved, and you are the person making the decision. I want to make that very clear because that is a key factor in this test. That I have to choose to kill someone else to save myself and two others. Correct. So the like, there's different answers to this. There's like, no way, probably not, probably indefinitely. Right? Okay, so. those are... Oh, fuck. That's tough. Like, I... Like, I couldn't fucking lean on their throat and kill them that's a bad example with stuff going on right now let me change that i couldn't be the one to to kill them and to make myself be alive but i oh man if i don't then we all die pretty much oh man that is tough why are you making me think about this right now (laughs) that's the thing this is a very common uh, this is philosophy this is a common philosophy uh, question utilitarian test okay so what is the answer i mean obviously there's not like a right answer everyone's different so the the point of utilitarian is and the theory behind it is that it is ethical to make a decision that benefits majority of people of involved this is actually this is a common tactic that is used in business right so the decision that you're making like how does it affect people? There's actually like here, let me bring up the diagram. So the, who are the stakeholders, whether it be family, friends, companies, community, people involved, society, 
um, benefits versus harm and the goal. So the goal is to create mo the most benefit over harm to the most amount of individuals like, involved. Yeah, I understand that. It's just like I I would have a very difficult time taking a life even to preserve my own. So to be to be very clear in this in this example, it says that you knowingly you know that he will die without medical attention. Doesn't mean that you have to give him medical medical attention, and he he would most likely die within the time period that. So so I just I can either preserve him for a couple more hours, and then we all die, or I cannot help him. Well, if he's bleeding out, you could probably like put pressure on the wound, depending how. Well, okay, we're getting way too far into this example, but um, like if you had like an abdomen bleed or something like that, you can go a long time before you actually die from a freaking abdomen bleed. But anyway, um, it's it's morbid, but it's it's a really common thing that happens in everyday life that I thought it was really uh, really reasonable. There's people trapped in in mines every day. No, just this this example, like this utilitarianism is like it's really important that um like this is used every day like with doctors and shit like they have to make decisions like this all the time right so here i'll give you another example okay this one will be easier okay a, a patient comes into the hospital who has been in a car accident and sustains serious injuries if untreated the patient will surely die however the injuries are treatable and the patient can be saved. Okay. The doctor who is operating notices this patient is an organ donor. And they have five other people in the hospital who need this person's organs. And they are a match. Uh, that's a negative. I could... No. No, you can't take one life even to save five in that scenario. Because you know that they will live. And then even if it... For me, even if it dooms the other five i can't knowingly kill one to save the other five does that does that make sense you could knowingly do that i couldn't i couldn't knowingly take the life of one even to save the other five i, I agree so in this example it states that the doctor knows that this person can survive but in the proper example i think from this especially from a uh, a philosophy state is that the doctor does, isn't isn't supposed to know whether this person will have a quality of life or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? So, like, this person may or may not survive. You can treat this person, but they may or not may or may not survive. But if you do treat them, it'll ruin the organs to save these five people, or you can let this person pass, and those no. organs can go to it's these five other point. patients. It's that point right there. I can't let them pass. Dude, this that's why you're not a doctor. Yeah. Well, I don't think any doctor would. That's like an ethical thing. You can't do harm. Isn't that in their code? I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Yeah, do no harm. Like As long as they're not like doing harm on purpose. Letting them pass be harm, though? Well, okay. So in a scenario like this, especially especially in um, in the United States, they, they have like a principle where they can... If the person is conscious and they're able to make consent... They'll, they'll actually ask somebody else of that person's family member or them about the situation. They say, hey, you know, you're, we're not sure about this. We're not sure if you're going to survive. However, if we do this, then if we let you pass, then your organs can 
save five other people. Are you an organ donor? I am not. Why not? I probably should be. I have uh, of a rare blood type that I could probably be a re- um, really good donor. That doesn't mean you can't give up your organs when you're dead. No. Like, do you need them? I won't. I'm like, I'm not gonna force you to be an organ donor. No, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna like preserve one. I'm gonna preserve my heart, and I'm gonna send it to you, Jacob. That's gonna oh, be thanks. my will. That's sweet. So when I got my driver's license, there was something that came with it. It was like, hey, sign up to be an organ donor. And I can remember sitting on that like little pamphlet for like a week before I finally like it was in a car ride. I remember being in the car ride going into school with my parents and or maybe not to school, but we were going in somewhere. And I was like, hey, mom, dad, I want to be an organ donor. And they're like, oh, that's really like that's so cool of you that you decided this all on your own. I mean, we decided you were an organ donor when you were a baby. And you've been an organ donor your whole life. What? But it's really cool that you decided that on your own. And I was like, oh. It's like okay. save them a conversation. They're just like, yeah. oh, perfect. Oh, thanks. Awesome. Like, like I had no idea I was an organ donor. But apparently my parents just signed me up to be one when I was a kid. Oh, my God. But, like, I don't know why I had such, well, I mean, obviously it was scary. It was scary, the thought of, like, dying and giving up my organs to someone else. But I sat on it for like a week before I was finally like, yeah, I could lose my organs. I'm not using them. I'm dead. Yeah, donate your body to science, man. Frick, let them dissect me. Have a party with my organs. Sure, why not? Right? A party. An organ party. That's 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 where they're going to like go through your stomach and be like, oh man, he ate a bunch of pennies. Why did he eat all these pennies? (laughs) (laughs) When was the last time you saw a penny? The last time I saw a penny was earlier today, actually. I was um, going through an old cash-out at a restaurant that I was at. There was a penny in it? Yeah. You're kidding me. Well, it wasn't, like, super old. It was, like, maybe three or four years old. Like a Canadian penny or an American penny? It was a Canadian penny. Wow. Wow. (laughs) To me, that's cool. I haven't... I've got, I've got like 47 cents right now. I'm waiting for three more so I can get, <laughs> I can put them into a penny roll and return it to the bank. Why would you do that? Why, why would you do a thing like that? What, return them to the bank? Why? Yeah, why would you return it to the bank? Why don't you just keep them? Because it's, I don't, what am I going to well, do I guess with you them? Can't, I guess you can't they really. do anything. Nobody's accepting yeah. pennies. Hey, okay. <laughs> they don't that do anything. Pretend I didn't say anything. We'll just Too like late. remove that from the recording. Your stupidity will be marked forever. Oh, fuck. It's okay. I talked about like spraying cologne in my eyeballs. Well, okay. So, and back to uh, back to talking about what your initial question was before it got to my um, utilitarian. Before you went super philosophical on me. Well, because I I love talking about stuff like that. When I look at that, like I would not hesitate when it comes to saving other people's lives, like. This is, and this might be like, like my jaw just being, dropped. My like jaw being, dropped. Being the verge of like a super villain, but I mean, I would, I'm a, I'm, I would not hesitate to sacrifice myself, one other person's life, to save other people's lives. See, I think it's different if it's myself. I think if it's myself, I'd be like, yo, just like, that's it, just drop a rock on my head, please. But the fact that you. To me, the fact that you were like, yeah, dude, I'll drop a rock on your head. And I'd be like, I'm imagining it's me. I'm bleeding out. I'm like, ah, I'm bleeding out. This really sucks. Okay. Like, well, no, that's different. So that changes, that changes the circumstance. 
need uh, to make it doesn't that matter. Clear as well. You're going to drop a rock on the head at some point. No, no. You've been it bitten does. by it a zombie. Matter. You've been bitten by a zombie. Do you chop your leg off or do you tell people? I wouldn't hesitate to cut my leg off. I'd probably still tell people too. Well, I mean, it's going to be pretty obvious afterward. I would not want to endanger the lives of others. You're not going to come back and be like, yeah, my leg just fell off. Everyone's going to be like, I would probably, I'd probably tell people first because I would not be able to cut my own leg off. Are you kidding me? Imagine trying to cut your own leg off. Uh, have you seen the movie Saw? He did it. He turned out just fine. That's a load of shit. He would pass out from pain so quick. Nah, he Do had you ever like seen? A, have a, you saw the movie? What was it? Forty eight or whatever with the oh seventy. Um, yeah, I know the one though where he has to like cut his arm. He has to cut his arm off. Like that was probably the most realistic because he was like cutting into his arm and then he passes out from pain and then he wakes up in pain and he's like, oh shit, and it cuts again and then keeps passing out. Ugh. That is that is more realistic in the sense of what would happen in that situation. You wouldn't just cut your leg off and it'd be easy breezy. Like, Oh God. Ah, and then fucking drag yourself out of the room. Do you have a zombie plan? A zombie twin plan. Oh, plan. Oh fuck yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. You're kidding me. You actually have a zombie plan. Okay. Not like a, like a zombie apocalypse plan. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a slight plan. Any Shut place, up. I'm serious, no, man, because in case ain't just in case. And it's not even, it's not even really, and this is more into current events, but it's not even really a zombie apocalypse plan. It's more of a, an apocalypse plan in case something happens. Let's say if I, if I need to go somewhere like more remote, if I need to isolate myself for whatever, then yeah, I would have some merge of idea. That said... I don't have like a storage area. I don't have like an underground bunker. I don't have anything like storage of food or anything like that. I just mean I have a particular set of skills I've learned. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't <laughs> believe that you actually have a plan. I don't want to do. believe it. Why wouldn't so you? The, the world's going to hell. Oh, no. The asteroids coming. It's going to like wipe out all the internet and electricity. You've got a plan. Oh, yeah. If I knew well in advance, I would probably do what I can to go out and, and survive. But that said, re- it's hard to say. In a real situation with apocalypse, I think our version of an apocalypse would be very much different than what we imagine or see on movies, right? Do you think you could do it on a boat? No. Because I feel like that would be my game plan, is I would try and find like a big houseboat and then just live out on the water. I, I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, you could. That would be my. That would be mine. That's what I think I would do. That's my plan right now. As of like, you literally heard me make my plan. I'll find a houseboat, have a little garden on the roof, and like a rowboat so I can make it back to land if I need to. How would to. you make a little garden on the roof? You wouldn't be able to make With enough dirt. food for yourself. No, it doesn't have to be enough, but just like uh, so that there's something there. Like if I had a fucking what, tree. just in case, just to look at like. <laughs> no, like a peach tree on the roof or something. Okay, okay again, t- but like how? Like how would you produce enough food from the roof of a houseboat? It doesn't, it doesn't houseboat? have to be enough. It's to help. It's to assist. Like you grow like four things of lettuce up there, and suddenly you got lettuce for three weeks. It's to assist, not to replace. Okay, what would be your replacement then? You would like well, drive a, to a certain have, area. That's, the that's po- why I the, have problem- the dinghy. Then I go back to the mainland. The problem that I have with that is that, like, you fuel expires. You know that, right? Like, you yes, it does. 
it has an expiration date and it's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. The Half-Life is like what, 12 months? I have no idea. I think I've it's never a, had to experience it. No, I think the Half-Life is freaking 40 it's um 48 months or for okay. freaking 24 months. So That's 2 years for fuel. That's pretty long actually. That's longer than I thought. Right? So like Yeah, cuz that's why they have to replace it every every year, don't they? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. I can't fuel? remember. Okay, so with fuel, they it comes from crude oil, right? And the crude oil gets refracted into different different um different processes of gas. There's like gasoline, there's like natural gas, and then there's oil, and then you get your uh, yeah, petroleum. You can get all that stuff like pulled out from the crude oil that gets dug out of the earth. Okay. Keep going. Right? I don't know enough about it to keep talking nah, about keep it. Going, <laughs> keep going. Keep going. You sound good. <laughs> anyway, so um, that process is like very, like you need massive machines and stuff like that to, to be able to break all those compounds down, right? Mm-hmm. And high temperatures and stuff like that. So gasoline would be a thing of the past. If we didn't have any of the power or the tools to do it, we wouldn't have that energy source I'm not anymore. using gasoline on so my So then boat, though. if you're in a houseboat, how the hell are you going to get back to land if you're not, like, you would just row? I feel like you ignored the fact that I said I brought a dinghy with me. Like a little dinghy. rowboat. Yeah, a rowboat. Oh. You just so, you totally ignored but, that part. But the thing is, like, you're not. are you going to anchor it? Or are you just going to yeah. like, leave it somewhere? It's going to be anchored out in the middle of a lake. Because how is a zombie supposed to get out to the middle of a lake? I don't know, man. They're undead. They could probably figure it out eventually. Yeah, you think they're smart? That's not what I've been told in zombie movies. They're dumb. <laughs> in my theoretical theory, this is what I think. <laughs> they're smart zombies. Oh, goody. Uh, I don't know. I... I really don't know. I think if I had to go into um, into like a plan to like isolate myself, I'd probably go in the mountains somewhere and keep myself in a high distant area. In a high what? Sorry. High distant area. Oh, the top of a mountain. Yeah. Right in like a little cave or something. Oh, so you've only got one point of entry and exit. Exactly. No, that's bad. Why would that be bad? Because now your your one entry and exit is now covered. As soon as like three zombies show up, you can't get out. Ah shit! How are you supposed point. to get by them? That's a, okay. Okay. Yep. That's a good point. Yeah, you're dead. Okay. No, but I don't think being in the ma- in the freaking ocean or in the water is a good idea. You're Why in the freaking middle of nowhere. Well, let's say you do get invaded. Where the hell are you gonna go? How'd they invade me though? Let, let's say there's freaking there's like fish zombies i don't fucking know <laughs> like, fish zombies let's see let's say you get invaded where would you go what would be the like you got to think about that worst case scenario what's your backup plan i have a rowboat okay and then what then i row off to my second boat that i have off to the side you're gonna have two boats why not? I've got one. Two both side <laughs> by side. <laughs> yeah, dude. One for and all you my know lettuce. What is the likelihood you would actually find and get one of those boats? Because I bet you anything, you're not the I first person to think about this. I know where some houseboats are. Oh, there's no way I'd be the first. No. 
there'd be people who are closer to those houseboats. Oh, probably 100%. 100%. That's the thing I'm most worried about. I don't think I'd be worried about like the zombie stuff. Like, yeah, they get you, they get you. But if you survive it, I think you, I think you'd be okay. You'd find a new way of life and everything. It'd be the marauders. I'd be like super concerned about like other people. Marauders instead of raiders. Marauders. Yeah. Well, raiders, same, same thing. Same thing. Other people. I, that's what I would have I mean, concerns people over. People are the right? big problem. I mean, toilet paper went out of stock so quickly. Holy right? fuck. If that, literally, if that was the start of the zombie apocalypse or the fucking apocalypse, and that's the first thing to go, we have some serious concerns here, folks. <laughs> it, it wasn't the first thing to go. I think like a lot of canned goods and pasta were the first, but toilet paper seemed to be the big one. I honestly had no problem. The first time quarantine hit, I had no issues finding food. Zero issues. Yeah. Went to the grocery store, went shopping like I normally would. Could not find a th- single thing to wipe my ass. Really? Tissue paper, toilet paper, and uh, paper towel. All gone. All gone. That doesn't surprise me at all. Even baby wipes. Okay, so now... Oh man, there's no food, but you do have toilet paper. Do you eat it? How hungry are you before you eat toilet paper? I don't even know how to. Uh, can you eat toilet paper? <laughs> 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 you've you've run out. We're in the apocalypse now. You stocked up on toilet paper and paper towels. Thank goodness you've got a clean butt, but you forgot to buy food. How hungry do you? How hungry are you before you decide? I could eat toilet paper. I could live off of this. Okay, again, but like, is it edible? Like, would it have any value to eating it? If I ate it, would it just like become a giant glob of fucking paper in my stomach and like clog me up? I don't know enough about that, but I know you're hungry. Because isn't that what bears do and stuff? They like clog themselves up for hibernation? They clog themselves up? Oh, yeah. They just like, yeah, they eat like. Um, what the hell do they do? Berries, they like le- they eat leaves and stuff, like big hunks of leaves and stuff like that, to bung themselves up so they're not shitting while they sleep. I, I don't think that's true. Man, I'm pretty sure. I think they go through hibernation, which just slows everything, so they digest slow. No, they do like a prep for. They do they a constipate prep for themselves. Yeah, they they bung themselves up. You keep saying that. I don't think that's the right... I don't they think they do. do that. They do. I don't Have know. Have you talked to a bear about this? Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm looking this up. Bear <laughs> hibernation process. <laughs> Alright. In the meantime, how hungry are you before you eat toilet paper? That's the, but that's what I'm getting at. Like, If it doesn't have any kind of value to me, why would I eat toilet paper? Because you're hungry. It doesn't matter. I would rather eat my own arm. I'd probably get to the point where I'd eat my own fingers before I start. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't chop off your own fingers before you ate toilet paper. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably look for other things. I wouldn't eat toilet paper. I would look like, I don't know. Can't you eat other things in the house? What else are you going to eat? I don't know. Cotton. I'm gonna, <laughs> you're gonna take okay, my couch so go, apart and go, eat my oh, fucking oh, couch. Oh, wow. you're gonna you're gonna eat your couch before you eat toilet paper. You fool. Yeah. yeah. Now you got nowhere to sit. Oh my god. Oh, 
but at least I can wipe my ass. <laughs> yeah, dude, cotton is just going to keep it nice and clean as it comes out, dude. It's it's not like you're eating it for nutrition at that point. You're hungry, and you just need something in your stomach. I don't know. Have you ever been to that point? Have you ever been so hungry you just had to eat something? No, because I don't live in a zombie like apocalypse. I... And that's why this is a hypothetical question where I ask, how hungry are you before you eat toilet paper? It's not a real thing. I don't think I'd ever fucking eat toilet paper. That's fucking, I fuck, no. Are you never. kidding me? I think never. by like, I think by like a week of not eating, anything's going to look good. What? If I go a week without eating and I had a roll of toilet paper and that's it, I'd go, I'm going to eat this toilet paper. I mean, I haven't eaten for a week, so I'm not going to be pooping anymore. There's no point in me saving it. I feel like I've stunned you into silence here. Is that just me? I I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> if you haven't eaten in that long, you have no point in keeping toilet paper. You're not going to be pooping. I guess, but why eat? Then it's just a redundant thing. Are you going to be eating toilet paper? You so need to fill your you stomach. Can have... but no, you don't. You need wa- Okay, you need water more than anything. Yes. You have to have some sort of sustenance. Mm-hmm. You need right? water. Thank goodness it rains. Like uh, yeah, I, yeah. You could just like boil some rainwater. That would like help purify it. I guess. Let's see here, prehibernation. Ah, yeah. Okay, so. Okay. Yeah. Tell me, what do bears do? Bears will eat grass, roots, berries, fish, and insects, and small animals to help gain up to thirty pounds per week during prehibernation time. Mm-hmm. So they try and gain as much weight as possible and eat as much things to. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's so it sounds to me like they just anything. get nice and fat, and then they digest they just it have real a slow. Cra- they just have a crazy metabolism during the process of their. Yeah. Well, that they just everything slows right down. No, everything speeds up, so they gain more weight during that time. What are you talking about? When they're in hibernation, everything slows down. Their heart rate slows down. Heart rate everything slows, down, slows down, but their metabolism they're just sleeping. speeds up. Jeez, Jason, it's like you don't know anything. I am going to throttle <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm so excited for the next time I see you. <laughs> it's just going to be, gonna be how dare me. you, you son of a bitch. This one thing you said four weeks ago. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I think that uh, that about wraps it up for this week, too. <laughs> I know. We still had a couple more topics, but uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's a good point to end on. Jacob, you know, thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, everyone join us next week for talking about more random shit and about Jacob eating his own toilet paper. Um, if I had to. <laughs> awesome (laughs) alright thank you so much for listening and tune in next week